0: Chapter 13 of Concerning Grace and Free Will by St. Bernard of Clairvaux, translated by Watkin Williams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. That human merits are no other than divine gifts. Wherefore, that which in created beings is called free choice is surely either justly condemned, seeing that by no external force is it predetermined to commit sin, or it is mercifully saved for no righteousness of its own sufficeth unto it for righteousness. And let the reader bear well in mind that in what is here said, no account at all is taken of the fact of original sin. For the rest, let not the cause of the condemnation of free choice be sought outside itself, for nothing in fact condemneth it, save only its own fault, nor are the merits of salvation of itself, but mercy alone saveth it. Moreover, its efforts to do good are both in vain if they be not aided and do not exist at all if they do not be moved by grace besides as the scripture telleth the senses and the thoughts of man are prone to evil accordingly as hath been said his merits are not to be held as accruing to him of himself as their source but rather as descending from on high from the father of lights if of course the very merits whereby eternal salvation is gained are to be reckoned amongst the best and perfect gifts for god who is our king of old when he wrought salvation in the midst of the earth divided his gifts unto men into merits and rewards to the end both that the present gifts might as freely possessed by us become our merits in the meantime and that we might look forward to receiving the future gifts as gratuitously promised by him, nay, rather, expect them as due. It is in reference to both these that Paul saith, Ye have your fruit unto sanctification, but the end eternal life. And again he saith, And we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit groan over our present state, waiting for the adoption of the sons of God meaning by the first fruits of the Spirit sanctification, that is to say, the virtues in which we are at the present stage being sanctified by the Spirit in order that deservedly we may obtain the adoption. Again in the gospel the same promises are made to him that renounceth the world, where it is said, He shall receive a hundredfold, and shall possess life eternal. And thus salvation is not wrought by man's free will, but by the Lord. Nay, rather, he is himself salvation, and the way unto salvation, who saith, I am the salvation of the people, who showeth the road thereunto, I am the way. He made himself to be the way, who was the salvation and the life, in order that no flesh should glory. If then the good things of the way are merits, even as the good things of the fatherland to which we journey are salvation and life, and if that be true, which David saith, there is none that doeth good none save one only save that is to say the one alone of whom it is also said none is good save god alone without doubt in such case both our works and his rewards are alike the gift of god and he who made himself a debtor in respect of the latter has also made us meritorious in virtue of the former Nevertheless, he deigns to make use of the services of his creatures in establishing their merits, not on the ground of his standing in need of such services, but on the ground of their being of profit to his creatures. God therefore worketh their salvation, whose names are in the book of life, sometimes by means of the creature without itself, at other times by means of the creature against itself, at other times by means of the creature with itself for indeed there are many things which minister to the salvation of men by means of insensible and likewise by means of irrational creatures which i have spoken of as done without the creature for the reason that it cannot for lack of understanding be conscious of them god also maketh many things of use for the salvation of many men by the instrumentality of the wicked whether men or angels who since they do such service unwillingly therefore act against themselves for while they take pleasure in desiring to do hurt it is themselves who are as much hurt by their own wicked purpose as others are profited by their useful doings and then those with whom as well as by means of whom god worketh are the good whether angels or men who alike do and will what god willeth for in the case of those who consent in will to what they do in act with them god expressly shareth the work which he hath in hand whence paul when he had narrated the many good things which god by his means had done saith not i but the grace of god which was with me he might have said by means of me but because that would have been too little he preferred to say with me representing himself to be not only a minister of the work by giving it effect but also by giving his consent in a fashion a partner of him that worketh it let us consider now in respect of this threefold manner of god's working which we have alleged, what it is that the creature in each case meriteth. The creature, indeed, by means of which, but without which, is done what is done, what can it merit? But what can that merit, against which it is done, except wrath? And what that with which it is done, if not grace? Accordingly, in the first case, no merits are gained, in the second, evil merits, in the last, good merits. For the beasts of the field when by their means some good or evil resulteth do not merit good or evil inasmuch as they do not possess the power of consenting to good or evil much less do the stones merit for they have not even sense perception on the other hand the devil or wicked men seeing that with fullness of reason they thrive and keep their watch thereby indeed merit yet naught else than punishment for they dissent from the good but paul who preacheth the gospel willingly lest were it unwillingly that he so did he would merely have been entrusted with a stewardship and whoever is of like mind with him seeing indeed that they obey with full consent of will are well assured that there is laid up for them a crown of righteousness god therefore useth For the salvation of his own the irrational and likewise the insensible creature a beast of burden or a mere instrument which their work once done shall be nowhere found he useth the rational but ill-willed creature as it were as a rod of discipline which when his child hath been corrected he will cast into the fire as a useless twig he useth both angels and men of good will as his comrades and allies whom the victory won he will reward most abundantly finally paul also boldly proclaimeth concerning himself and others the like for we are god's fellow-helpers accordingly god of his loving-kindness assigneth merits to man whenever he deigneth by his means and with his help to work any good work Hence it is that we presume to be God's fellow-helpers, fellow-labourers with the Holy Ghost, meritorious of the kingdom, because, in fact, by consent of will we are joined unto the divine will. End of chapter 13